0: Hello and welcome to episode 623 of the LeagueCast podcast. Whoa, I'll be episodes. your host this week, Aiden Rockart. With me this week is Colton Sweat.
1: Hey, it's me. I'm I'm back. I'm still a little sick, but I'm here and excited to do the show.
0: And no Nick, so everyone can celebrate there. I know he's been bogging down the show the
1: last couple of weeks. So. The absolute bane of list, the fucking LeagueCast, Nick <laughs> Cooper himself.
0: Yeah, we should do the, the Nick cut where it's the same show and it's just all Nick's audio cut.
1: Um. <laughs> what if we just um. What if we just did Nick's part? Hey Nick, how was your week? Uh, I had a lot to do at work and school.
0: Oh, I'm a D four player. Oh, I only play ten <laughs> games a year.
1: <laughs> damn, damn, you really went for the throat. Okay, <laughs>
0: I thought it was so funny. We played uh, Abrams like a, you weren't there. I guess were you there? It might, you might have been there. I don't remember. Either way, no, because it, it was Kennedy. It was with our fifth, um, and it was like me, master tier, and then it, it was Kennedy who doesn't play ranked, and then it was Nick, uh, Evan, and Drew, and they're all just D four zero. And I'm like, what? What happened, guys? What the? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, on the show this week, we'll be talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, nothing like. Mage that's been released, but uh, more just discussion about the past patch, what we think about it, the 2024 cinematic, uh, the patch hotfixes that came in, because the patch was a little wacky, uh, and then some bi-weeklies, including a Patreon topic from Casey Stranger, some talk about the double support items, Uh, we also got um, a new roundtable question, uh, as many emails as we can get through, um, because we got a lot, Uh, and that's all for this week, so we'll, we'll start with your week, how was your week,
1: Colton? Um, give me one sec. I just put something. I will go. I'm chewing. Something. You're gonna. Uh,
0: uh, my week was my week was great, Colton. Thank you for asking. Um, I I did I didn't play like the most league. I, I did some community games on Tuesday of last week. I'll probably try to do some Tuesday next week. I think I'm gonna try to aim for at least every other week. Uh, obviously, the date might change a little bit, so just be sure to stay tuned to our Discord, discord.gg slash I always post, like, a day or two or at the very minimum, like, six hours in advance uh, for, like, whenever I do community games. Uh, we had some fun ones. I played three on... Maybe it was four, actually. Let me check. Uh, I played a couple uh, on Tuesday night, though. And what I do for those who are maybe newer is I do random rules. So I have a big spinner that has a bunch of random rules that I've come up with. If you ever have any suggestions, by the way, feel free to DM me or send me a message from them. Uh, The first game that we played... Um, The random rule was called Aiden, uh, and the five characters on your team, the first letter had to spell Aiden, so you had to have two A characters, one I character, one D character, and one N character.
1: It was wild how hard it was to organize my allies to be like, okay, okay, (laughs) okay, he's playing a D character, stop telling me you can play Draven. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, and that was was fun Uh, the second game was called uh, Beast vs. Machine so one team had to play all like uh, creature characters and one team had to play all uh, like robot mechanical characters which was pretty fun and the last game, which was a fucking banger, I was considering putting the VOD up on our YouTube channel, but I don't think I'm going to, because it, it's not like the highest quality game. It's just, it was it was so much fun to play though. It was a 50 minute, just slugfest. Mouse only was the rule. So you weren't allowed to use your keyboard at all. Um, So you could only like mouse click your abilities, you could only mouse to, like back, you could only mouse to use everything. Um, And holy fuck, man, that was a 50 minute game. And I have Carpal Tunnel because I was playing Twitch.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I, I, that's such like a, fun thought experiment to just be like who's good if i can only use my mouse
0: the funniest part about it colton was like we're 35 minutes into the game and we're like we don't know what dragon we're on because we can't tab to check what dragons it is oh god Uh, yeah the only way you can check what other people's builds are or, like, how fed they are is if you die to them and it, pop like,
1: has the pop-up thing. Uh, <laughs> it's just a bunch of stuff that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Because, like, yeah, your immediate thought is, okay, like, mouse only, I, I have to click my abilities. But there's, yeah. like, so much other information you get from, like, yeah, pings and tab and all that.
0: Yeah, you can't ping. Like, I mean, maybe maybe there is an option to ping. action. I don't remember if there's like a, something on your screen that you can. Yeah, play. there um, is,
1: but like you can't quick ping. Yeah,
0: it, it was fun though. It was like I, I think it also, but there was a good chance of that being super unfun. But the fact that it was fun was like one of the most fun community games I've played. Like the fact that it was like an even fifty minute slugfest. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's this great clip that I posted in our Discord where um. We're trying to end at 42 minutes or whatever, and their, their full AP Nunu spawns, rolls a snowball into us, and just gets a triple kill immediately. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, but anyways, I'll try to do more of those next week, so just stay tuned in our Discord. Outside of that, I've only really been playing some like normal games and some ARAMs with some friends. Um, it's been fun. The new map seems... Pretty cool. I don't think I have. I've played enough to like have like a strong opinions on the actual map layout itself. Um, there's some things I like and some things I don't like, but but we can touch on that in like our actual like uh, real discussions. Uh, what about you? How was your week, Colton? Uh,
1: my week was pretty good. Or my two weeks. Um, I mean, I've been sick and I'm still recovering. If you can probably hear that, but doing pretty okay. Uh, I have played a lot of League since the season start. I think it's only been like four or five days since that patch went live uh, and i'm i'm 50 games in uh i won the race to diamond i won the race to masters i did it yeah. all it took was you not competing
0: <laughs> yeah neither of us have played a single ranked game.
1: <laughs> true but that, that being said this was like a an Aiden level performance of getting masters yeah. within like three days um and then I was I was very proud because I was like pretty high on the ladder, and then you you humbled me with uh, in our group <laughs> chat. You were like, "Fuck you!" I was rank was it like three hundred and eighty?
0: Yeah, something like three
1: hundred and forty. I'm scrolling up. Uh, three hundred and forty-four, uh, and then I I played till like five in the morning, won a bunch of games, and ended up peaking out at rank one hundred and eighty-seven.
0: Yeah, I think it's awesome. I'll, like, this isn't to like diminish your thing because I, I, I mean, this is the best you've ever started a ranked it's, season. This That's, is like, the really only cool time I've
1: done a ranked season and not fucked up entirely at the start.
0: Yeah, are are you surprised at how few people are playing so far this season? And do you have any idea why that might be? Like, just just for context, like this is just like maybe I, maybe I'm wrong at the same number of people, but. So, that screenshot that I showed you where, like, I, I was ranked 300 or whatever, that's from day one, right? I played 13 games in one day, and I got ranked 300 with a 70-something percent win rate, right? And you're playing one week after the rank season starts, and you're, like, what? Like, rank 200? You were, like, all, like sub-rank 300 with, like, a similar amount of game, or similar, like, ELO? Like, doesn't that seem like there-, there must be just so many less people playing?
1: I think, yeah, it's, it's less people playing for sure um but also i think just like unfortunately it's a weird thing where like as much as masters 48 lp and like diamond 145 lp are not far apart at this point in the season they are right because there's just so few people that are obviously like right like if you're masters more than one point you're like top 300 i think right now yeah uh, if you have, like, more than one LP and, like, even top 100 is only, like, 150 LP to get there. Um And so, like, there's definitely, like, the the people who are the absolute monsters. Like, there's people who are already, I think, at 600 LP, I I think I saw was last. Uh Yeah, 700 LP, 621, 545. It's just there's, there's three dudes that are, like, way up there past everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I am having a, a successful start of season for the first time ever. I am, like, 50 games in with an almost 60% win rate. Um, I, it feels good. I think, you know, obviously we'll talk about some of the, the balance of this new season. I think probably the reason less people are playing is because it's an entirely new map. There's tons of new items. Like, so much has changed. But I think a lot of people are taking some time to learn it before going into ranked Mm -hmm. um and you know you have the two two sides of the coin right like i can learn it beforehand or i can go into it and know that my enemies also are still figuring it out and try and capitalize on the mistakes they're gonna make because of it
0: yeah that makes sense uh it's very interesting uh and once again i I don't think like people aren't playing because like the season's not interesting i i wonder if it's just maybe like people are like they don't want to jump into ranked when like it's so like uh Un, what's the word i'm lucky for like like f- not fully understood
1: <laughs> yeah no right like there's there's still so much time i spend where i'm like fuck which support upgrade do i want even if i'm like playing the same character game to game um there are times where i'll be like pathing and going to ward and i'm like wait there's not a bush here anymore mm-hmm. um you know right like and i, I think that that's interesting and, and it's a lot of fun right it's just like it's it's the biggest change I think we've ever seen in League. Um, yeah. Right. And obviously with that, there's some balance issues, uh, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I think also particularly my champion pool is pretty good right now. Um, I think with the exception of Renata, I don't think Renata is very good right now. Um, yeah. They opened up the map so much that I think you get way less good alt angles, and I think she's not a strong laner um, in a lot of situations. And I also don't, don't know that any of the support items are really particularly good on her.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird spot, especially like um. There's definitely characters we can talk about this in the support item thing, but I think it's very interesting how good the support item is, but also how bad it is having no stats early. <laughs> it's so weird uh, for some characters.
1: Yeah, um. But yeah, I mean uh. that's pretty well my week. I uh, I went one and two for pro player roulette. I I won with Darshan on my team, and I lost to Sneaky, and I lost to Cody Sun. Yeah.
0: You won with Tyler
1: one though, so oh, you lost. No, we one, lost with Tyler one. I uh, he. I
0: think he catches as there as well, <laughs> like in that like type of group.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate. He had a like huge lead, and then like we ended up throwing. I, I I'm not gonna blame him for it because I think it was a lot more our jungle and mid. But it's like a little disappointing when your Draven is eight one at like eleven minutes and you lose the game.
0: Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> yeah cool let's hop into the the meat of the show then uh so new season is live um we we want to talk about some overall thoughts um kind of just like uh the the buff mechanic for example the new barons the new everything the new items um we can talk we'll talk about the support items specifically in our bi-weekly section um but everything else about the the game what are you thinking You've played the most. So. Yeah,
1: uh, so I'll kind of go through just the list you have. The new buff mechanics I think is super good. Um, you know, sharing earlier and then sharing to everyone in the late game. Like, it, I'm not seeing anyone, like, pinging in fighting and, and being angry. It's like, you stole my red buff. You, you got the last hit on blue buff. Right? It's like everybody just gets it. Um, I think the upgraded scuttle crab in the late game that does like this scryer bloom through the whole yeah. river is sick and it and it makes that like pre-objective objective way more important um and i like that's been really cool the rift herald think about the or go ahead
0: i, I was just can say about the buffs really quick so like once again i've played like one third as much as you um that being said, so I like the idea of especially the sharing earlier, like the middle tier buffs or whatever. I like that because it's more active. And also, I, I saw Freak mention it. The cool the idea of like, um, if you're shut down on jungle, you're completely like just gapped. You're you don't deny your team buffs like for however long, right? Because you're you're losing jungle. I think that's a cool thing as well. Yeah. Like your team shouldn't fucking suffer because your jungler is getting destroyed. Uh, that's cool. One thing I think is weird is I think it's so weird that someone can be on the other side of the entire world doing your blue buff and then everyone gets blue. Buff. I, I feel like that's still so maybe it's just because it's foreign to me but like i would yeah. almost like if everyone on your team had to go like pick it up like it, it lasts on the map for a minute or whatever but maybe that just slows down the game too much i wouldn't be surprised if they tried it right but it, it just feels like that would make more sense to me
1: yeah it is a little odd um and i think it's just because we're so used to like it not working like that before right because like we we have no issue that your top laner who's splitting in bot lane and you get baron and they instantly get the buff like that that's fair that makes perfect sense (laughs) and i think we're just not there right now with red buff and blue buff um mentally at least um i think uh the new rift herald is odd
0: i <laughs> the riding mechanic's fucking goofy man it's really
1: goofy and i feel like the steering is terrible like and not it not feels
0: more clunky than cyanol like to be honest yes yeah,
1: way more clunky than cyanol and i had a situation where i don't know why it happened but i like jumped into the rift herald and it did like a 140 degree turn instantly and then i couldn't actually go the direction i wanted because I thought when I jumped in, that the herald was going to continue in the direction it was facing, and I think it'll instantly swap to the direction you're facing when you channel to get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it, like turned it like a huge amount, <laughs> and then I had to try and like do this giant curve, and I just like hit a wall. Um, I I don't know that it's necessary. I feel like regular rift herald get- putting it back would be fine. Um,
0: yeah, it, it- I also think like so. I, I think there's lots of potential for it to be cool. Um, I think it's one of those things that is probably going to be used poorly, ninety five percent of the time, in just a worthless mechanic. That being said, I I love the idea of like Rift Herald being used as like a map movement tool. Like yeah, I, I lo- I've seen a couple plays where someone slams it into like mid tower and then takes it top lane to slam into top tower, and I think that's
1: cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really cool. I also like how do i want to say this like i i like that you do get more of a reward because like when you charge it in i think you get like the huge explosion of the little void mites that you don't if you just let it natural charge um yeah i don't know yeah it's it's weird i interested to see where it goes The, the the one thing i would uh complain about which you know as always with riot like i feel like the the baseline functionality of if I want to try and practice steering this new thing which steers really weird and clunky I have to go into a custom game and like click fast forward a bunch of times until I get late enough into the game and then fight the Herald and then I can do it
0: yeah right? like I can't just
1: like go into a tool and be like give me Rift Herald I steer
0: yeah that, that is weird or like it, it's um, it's yeah.
1: <laughs> Not as quick as I would like it
0: to be. That's League of Legends too, man. That's coming out in September. You guys heard it here first. I was talking about that last week where um like they announced that they're doing huge celebrations for League of Legends too, but it's only gonna be League of Legends announcements. I was telling Nick, it's it's League of Legends too. It's coming out in September. Okay. And if it's not, uh <laughs> oh no um but uh i guess the only other thing uh, i guess two more categories map and items uh what do you think about those two things or i guess as well you can also talk about baron if you wanted i've only fought baron two or three times and it's always been the fucking grabby one which i like the grabby mechanic
1: but (laughs) yeah i mean baron uh is strong i think it does significantly more damage than it used to or at least it seems that way maybe that was just
0: it's harder to take for sure.
1: Yeah um you know the the different versions of it i i think i just need to get used to and understand them more because every time i see it i'm just like oh that yeah that's the grabby one even though there's like three <laughs> different kinds because that's the only one anyone knows is the grabby one um, it feels
0: like the, the the baron like pit is more important to the game like the different baron pits than the actual different baron fights
1: <laughs> yeah um but, I mean, it's it, it's been interesting. Um, it's super strong. I think, yeah, it's, it's a lot riskier to take it now because it deals so much damage. And, like, depending on the the terrain of it, yeah, like, you can be in a really, really dangerous position trying to take it. Yeah. Um. You know, overall, the terrain, I think it opened up the map a lot. Um, I, I think there's some balance issues and that certain characters that interact with terrain i think got kind of fucked um you know yeah. kiana and Ilawi would be my my kind of first two thoughts there
0: camille as well yeah yeah, camille. The same thing for,
1: yeah um where it's just like oh there's a lot of times where i'm just like nowhere near any piece of fucking terrain um it is
0: interesting that like if, for example if Ilawi was being designed and came out next week right or like a month from now her tentacles would probably just like be longer range right like because she's designed with the idea that the terrain is this and this is what the lanes look like right like uh, that i wonder if that's what they're gonna do to fix her like a character like that
1: (laughs) yeah either that or like maybe they just make it so her tentacles can spawn anywhere
0: yeah, that I, yeah, I saw that dude. That like that was what a fucking easy post. Like I, I saw a post on Reddit. That, like, what if the tentacles just spawned like a foot out from the wall?
1: Like, yeah, or <laughs> like, like they could just spawn like Zyra seeds, right? Where it just kind of like randomly places. Yeah, um, it's just
0: interesting. Like a character's design is purely based on the map in the game, and then the map in the game changes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, there's a ton of characters that I think like. Be- became so much stronger or weaker because of map changes and item changes. Um, you know, I think that there's some issues with bot lane, it like being a little bit of a fiesta at times. I think it's also just been a lot of a learning curve to like understand the new gank paths and like where to ward and and when to expect those, but um i don't know it is wild how many paths you can get ganked from and i I think they made diving bot a lot easier when you have a good numbers mismatch like 3v2 or 4v2 so much more often now it's just like oh well like they don't even have to commit very much time or walk through any vision they can just walk straight up behind our tower dive us double kill walk away for free
0: I find that discussion very interesting, right? Because whenever, first of all, there's, like, no nuance in online discussion, so I think that's where a lot of this comes from. Um, Because whenever it's brought up right now, it's red side bot lane is unplayable because it's so much worse than blue side. Well, they are mirrored, right? Like, is, like, the reality. The only difference being the fact that Dragon Pit has, like, a different entrance to bottom lane versus the other side, which is, like, blue buff area. Um, But actually lane design, if you lay them on top of each other, they are almost identical right uh that being said it's red side is much worse than it used to be um like in old map right and it feels like that's where the discussion's coming but every single time it's brought up it's brought up with zero nuance and it's just red side is unplayable bot (laughs) it's like yeah i feel like there's i do agree though that like i i think bot lane probably is a lane that shouldn't be that open because it's so like there's so much gold in the lane you just incentivize dives dives do seem way easier from what i've seen like it just uh feels like in general, it probably just shouldn't be as open on both sides.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's tough because I've had a lot of situations where, like, it's so open that you can, like, get a little bit of an edge but it's hard to, like, finish the kill and then you just, like, have to be so fucking pushed and then they, like, easily walk a jungler in and it's like, well, we only have two trinket wards that are, like, staggered cooldowns in the early game we're just gonna die (laughs) um but but i i don't think it's unplayable by any means on like either side um it's i think just a big learning curve to figure out like how you need to play now um they spawn earlier that's like the big thing do they spawn earlier actually i think they spawn at five minutes and i think dragon spawns around then also
0: uh, let me look up the void because I'm I'm curious as well because uh, yeah I'll search the spawn, dragon. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, dragons five minutes right, isn't it? And void grubs are, um, where does it, does it not say uh, four minutes?
1: Okay, um, like, not really early. <laughs> oh,
0: initial five minutes. Yeah, no,
1: it's they both spawn at the same time. Okay, yeah, and it, I, I don't know, it's weird. Like they take a long time to take for most characters unless you have like really good AOE, and particularly like if you. Have AOE that you can like hit at the same time, right? Because like when you kill one, the other ones get a fat shield. Yeah. Um, but there are certain characters who can like kill all three at the same time. Um, like, rather, have you
0: seen the things like so? So I, I like Void Grubs overall. Have you seen like the the gimmicky things like Victor's? Um, whenever you push out wave, you can go to Void Grubs, aggro them, bring them down river, so they're in a line. Shoot your laser through them, and you get ten Victor stacks.
1: I've not seen that. I I know I got a bunch of senesoles i think from the gr- the little grubs yeah it's just like i hate when stuff like that's like you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean? uh, yeah I, I just like that quite a bit um yeah. yeah i don't know i mean like when you get five or six it's super super strong I, I think one of the most underrated parts of it is the fact that you can like walk up hit the tower spawn a grub and then like stagger outside and let it tank a tower hit for you and you get like two more autos Mm -hmm. off um and especially like if you have two or three people there you'll have like three or four grubs to tank for a little while um yeah it's you know i i haven't been playing particularly good like early fighting characters and then the fact that it's like a five minute spawn means typically the supports don't have six when you go up if you go up for that
0: yeah, if anything you're like level 4 or some shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um so that's been uh, an interesting adaptation to play around for sure. And then That's yeah, cool.
0: Overall you like it though?
1: Yeah, definitely overall like it. Um I'm excited to like I'm I'm really excited to play on the next patch when I think they will level out some of the glaring issues with items.
0: Yeah, like I mean even their like hotfix patch was like as long as a regular patch. Like <laughs> it, once again, I, I think it's cool that they're trying this. I hope next season they still have a preseason. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that they hotfix patched. They it's a lot of shit, man. It's like fifteen item or maybe not fifteen items, like ten items, like fifteen characters. Uh <laughs> ugh.
1: Yeah. Um, say, so yeah, I mean, do we wanna jump into items then? Or do we wanna wait and talk about that in bi weekly?
0: how about we do items but we'll leave out the support one we'll do that in bi-weekly we can talk about yeah. items generally um so i i guess like i've only played tanks and 80 carries so far i think i, I played one mouse game but outside of that like i've only played tanks and 80 carries um 80 carry items feel weird um like it, it feels like you mostly go the same shit um with the exception of if you're playing an 80 carry that can build lethality uh then it's completely different right like i'm not sure if you yeah. saw like uh 80 carries with most of the new lethality items have higher win rates than most assassins with the new lethality items, like yeah. on
1: average, uh, which is probably not good. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I I think you're right. That right, like if you're not a lethality, 80 carry, 80 carry items didn't change all too much. Um, you know, there's there's some exceptions, obviously, where like on hit builds, you have access to a bunch of new items which are pretty good. Um, you know, there's some new interactions you can do with the fact that, like, certain things aren't mythic anymore, right? So, like, you can go mm-hmm. Ginsu's and Essence Reaver. Not that I think many characters would do that successfully, but, you know, you could. Or
0: Infinite Edge Navori's, like, makes sense, right? That
1: one, I don't think you can. Oh, you that. I think there's, uh, there's still, and this is actually something I, I had forgotten about, but now I'm remembering. There's a lot more items that lock each other out, but I have no idea why.
0: Yeah, there's a um, uh, Shoujin and something locks it out. I know that. Like There's a couple, and they, they don't say that, I don't think. Yeah, th- there's <laughs>
1: nothing in the description that says, like, this item locks you out of this other item, and, like, they're not even that similar. Like, there was a game I was doing, like, a an AD on-hit build. I had, like, Titanic and Black Cleaver... I think and it was like you're not allowed to buy a sterics gauge because i don't know why yeah um and yeah so like that that i really dislike especially because like the icon is so small that you can very easily like build the component without realizing and then you got to figure out like how to salvage <laughs> from there
0: yeah uh, one more minor complaint, and maybe I'll get used to it. I fucking hate most of the new item icons. <laughs> yeah, There's like, but half of them are good, like like clear, like like. For example, like I have it pulled up. World Atlas makes sense; it's a map. I can understand that. A lot of them are just like, I. That's a color thing. That's a, that's a thing, and it's like this color, and that's all I know. About that. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: I think some of the names and the the images are a little. It, it it feels like they're not league of legends
0: fucking like uh zil from our community uh was saying <laughs> they said um uh it's, it's it's weird that they named them like all just like uh like hubris malignance, like <laughs>
1: like traits almost <laughs> yeah I mean? and then i mean then there's also just like wild ones like k rookern what the f- who came up with that shit <laughs> Yeah, um which I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe if I if it was ten years ago and I was like Banshee's Veil, vale, what the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just funny. I, I definitely have thought that a couple of times. But, yeah. Um, uh, my other class I, I can actually talk about is tanks. Uh, and tank items feel OP is uh, is what I've gotten gotten from it. Um, I yeah. think the armor items feel fine or very similar to what they were, and the magic items are probably the best items in the game, like overall. <laughs> uh
1: huh. Yeah, they're they're obscenely good. I think kanik Rookern specifically is obscenely fucking good.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, kanik Rookern and uh, Force of Nature and uh, maybe even Abyssal Mask are all, like, best-in-slot Magic resistance items. Like, it's crazy that you can have three Magic items that are all, like, maybe the like top five in the game for
1: items. Yeah, that's wild. So, I, yeah, I think uh, tank items are really good. I think it's weird because from my From my perspective, like, I think every class got stronger. I think tanks got, like, the most improved. I think supports probably the least either supports. Probably support, I feel like, where even, like, they they have a lot of really good items, but it feels weird because I think some of the mythics just had, like, really good bonus features, um mm, yeah. that like you lost. Um, but, but even like access to the, the crown passive from your support item makes so many enchanters just like infinitely better because they're just like really hard to isolate and kill. Um But yeah, right, like assassins got better, burst mages got better, duelists got better, like on hit eighty carries got better, I think crit eighty carries got better, tanks are obscenely good. I think just like everyone got stronger and then there's some outliers that got like way stronger
0: yeah it's interesting uh it's weird that like hmm yeah mythics being removed is very interesting in that the strong mythic passive items like it feels bad to lose those for some of the items, especially I think the like as much as like mage items are really good. I think losing magic pen is like a, not, magic pen is a, as a mythic passive is like crazy. Um, losing movement speed for like some fighter and AD carry items as a mythic uh, passive is like crazy. Um, yeah. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, I think also tight ty- bringing back Titanic and the auto reset trigger. <laughs> uh, it's so good right now.
0: Yeah. What? I was playing a uh, top Warwick in a custom game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like first item Titanic into whatever you want is, is super, super good. And you get to be a tank who does insane damage. Um, it's sick.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts on mage items, fighter items, or you could mention support items, I guess. Um,
1: yeah. So, I mean like the mage items, I think probably right now are a little overtuned. I think like storm surge is probably the big offender where there's like a couple characters that because of Storm Surge are just like giga strong. I think Fizz and Akali are really the two big offenders, but I think also uh, Rumble mid has become even more of like a crazy bully. Um, I, I like the options, um, and I I think the weird thing is that in order to deal with it, it's not so much now that like you build a mage item that's good into it. It's just that you have to dip and take one of the really good tank items where like, if you're a control mage and you're against a Kali who got to go like storm surge first item, you get whatever you want to get. First item. Your second item probably needs to be like a magic resist item. If you want to be able to survive it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Rather than like a,
1: a tanky mage item.
0: I think it's funny, like, uh, once again, I, I talk about how, like, people online talk with, like, no nuance. Um, so, Storm Surge is a very interesting item. It's a burst item that adds more bursts to the game. Um, and I, I see, that's that's item I probably see most people complaining about, because it does lead to, like, some crazy one-shot bullshit, I think. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I saw, like, a, a, a post of, like, people saying that it's crazy that this is an item, not because it's, like, OP, but because Riot expects it to be okay that someone can do 30% of someone's health in two seconds. It's, like, if Mages aren't, like, Burst Mages aren't doing 30% of someone's health in two seconds, like, that's also bad.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, right, like, if, if you're LeBlanc, can't do 30% of somebody's health with a QW, like, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny, like, there's, like, never a nuance and stuff like that,
0: but uh, I think it could probably get toned down a little bit. It probably will get toned down a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it, right, is just, like, some fine-tuning stuff, right, where it's, like, if you make that a little weaker and maybe add a little bit of health to some of the other mage items. Like, oh, okay, great. This isn't nearly as, as one-sided anymore. Um, that is the
0: other thing. Almost every mage item lost its health.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, it's cool. Which, yeah, I mean, I get, there's there was really no reason that all of the full damage mage items had 200 health. Like, I, yeah. I can understand, right, like, oh, put it, like, on Rylize, right? This is like a mage tank CC item, but it's like, why does shadow flame have health or like, why does rocket belt have health? Yeah. Right. Like these that are meant to be just like full aggro pure damage items.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's a little wacky. Um, any thoughts on fighter items? I've seen like so few fighters. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I think they're weird.
1: <laughs> I haven't really seen a lot of fighters and it's weird. Cause like, I don't even know what like fighter is as a class. Um Yeah,
0: I mean like the item that I go to right away is Sundered Sky, which it feels more like a it's almost like a pseudo tank item. Like the when whenever I've seen it build. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, I, I mean Sundered Sky I think is super good. I've seen it on a lot of top laners and they just like get like a super grasp proc and like ten yeah. percent of their max health back, which is wild. And it does a crazy damage. Like I've seen it on Jax and Aatrox and Wukong. Um, I mean, it seems really good. I obviously haven't been playing, uh, other roles. I've, you know, of my like 50 games, I think I've been like 45 support, five, uh, bot carry. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do really like what they did with the enchanter items, um, as well as just, like the the support items. I think you have a lot more better options now as support. Where it's like you can actually get to like six items and be like oh cool these are all six things i actually want whereas i feel like before you'd get like the two items you want you're like i guess i'll buy redemption because it's the only thing that like benefits my team at this point yeah um that being said like some of them you just stack up and you have infinite shielding and healing for your whole team yeah and you have it's a little all over the place
0: <laughs> uh cool um do we want to quickly talk about the 2024 cinematic and then move into more like uh season changes
1: yeah the cinematic was fucking sick it's one of the coolest ones that they've made <laughs> yeah it's it's so wild that that's the same studio that made the dumb butterfly last year
0: yeah it's not even fucking close i mean like the three storylines that it shows are really cool i watched uh necrits video i'd recommend people do if they like league lore at all he like broke down like nerd. what it is and what it means you're and such like a nerd it, did cool. you did you um,
1: watch that lore video while you were grinding your maple story dailies
0: <laughs> dude i've been watching so much maple story content uh while playing maple star i've been playing maple story oh so much dude i've played like there's an event where you have to AFK a bunch. So, like, uh, my numbers are a little inflated, but I played 100 hours in, like, the last month, I
1: think. Hell yeah.
0: Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's fucking cool. Um, I, I like the idea of it being, like, past, future, future, past, present, and future, like, timelines and stuff like that. It's very cool. Uh, it's cool that we know that these are all real lore things because everything is now canon. So, it's cool.
1: Yeah. Um, I... It's also
0: cool that they're making that fucking old man Yasso skin into, like... Uh, like, its own skin. Yeah. I fucking love... Dude, like, I love lore skins. Like, just one-off, like, skins that are, like, unique to the character are so fucking cool. That's why, like, King Viego's is, like, one of the best skins they've made in the past, like, five years. <laughs> like...
1: Nah, I think we just need a pool party skin for every character.
0: <laughs> dude, so, it makes me mauled. Um... There's a patch that came out with a bunch of hotfixes. I don't think we need to actually go through the hotfixes, um, but just be sure to check that out because like a lot of stuff got buffed and nerfed. Um, they fixed Heart Steel Cold because that item was underperforming. They gave it an extra 100 HP, so uh, so now it's fixed. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, one change that Nick's been saying for the past, I think he said it last week, and I think he also said it in our Discord. Um, he's like, keeps telling people that the minor runes have been changed. No, they're being reworked soon. So, like, the <laughs> runes that are like armor, magic, resist, health are being changed into um, tenacity, movement, speed, and then maybe his health is still the third one. Um, the idea being that, it, so they didn't specifically say this, but I've heard Freak talk about this a couple times that mages bought a really, really good bottom. And he thinks that a lot of it is due to the fact that people autopilot runes a lot and don't switch to MR. Like, stuff like that. People very rarely, like, the the majority of the player base autopilots, like, select and won't change, like, these tiny shards. Yeah. Um, Which influences win rate a fair bit when you have, like, five less armor or magic than you should. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And that that was, like, you just,
1: like, automatically are at a deficit in lane because, Yeah.
0: And I, I, once again, I'm not sure if this will that, that's actually the reason, but I think that makes sense, and I think it's probably much easier to balance around these being the minor runes than armor magic resist. So
1: that's cool. Yeah, um, I mean, I do think definitely, like, as our friend group uh, has gotten, like, back into League recently, I think almost all of them have installed, like, the Mobilitics add-on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: And, like, I constantly am like, that was not, like, the right summoner spell for this game or, like, Why'd you build this item here? Right, like and obviously like I'm thinking about the game very differently than so like players who yeah. were like Silver took a six year break and are like back. But I'm just like there are times that I'm just like, holy shit, man, like why are you just trusting mobilytics every fucking time? Like, please learn the items.
0: I mean, I've said it many times, like, there's a benefit to having those programs, but the benefit should come from the fact that it tells you to build this, and then you think about why it wants you to build that, right? And then you, like, start using your brain processing power and maybe you challenge those ideas.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, where it's, like, pretty much every game, I'll look up what character I'm playing to see what, like, other people are doing, and then I'll probably change it half the time to be, like, I don't think that works for me. Like, I think... Like, it, it's, it very strongly recommends mobility boots on Blitz, but I, I really prefer Swifties most of the time. Yeah. Um. Right, like, and I it also says, like, max E uh, second, and I max W second a lot because it, like, gets you the very free angle of just W in with your Swifties, walk up, E punch, like, RQ guaranteed, even if I, like, can't hit hooks that game. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I I think that's I think it's a choice that you've made and you've thought through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. Um only other like two more little tiny like new news things. Uh there was a post from Riot Froxen, I believe, today, where he was saying that, hey, they're probably gonna change some ranked requirements in the future year. It, it was a post in response to the idea that people are upset that they're getting placed in higher ELOs when you're a fresh account. Uh the main post that triggered this was a post saying, like, hey, I, I just started playing league like this year. Um, and I started playing flex with my boyfriend. He's been uh, a gold plat player his entire life. And I placed platinum and he plays golden flex. Um, and it's like, yeah, that, that is probably silly. Right. And he, his, his response was pretty well. Yeah. You need to play normal games. Um, uh, if you're not playing normal games, you are not uh, adjusting your MMR correctly for when you enter the ranked system. Uh, that person uh-huh. had only played ARAMs before or bot games. Uh, so, like, they had nothing to judge off of. Um, so, it sounds like the ranked requirement changes in the future will require you to play a certain number of normal games before you can play ranked. Uh, and we've had a discussion on Discord a little bit about this. And Drew and I were talking. We don't think there should be a level 30 requirement. Like, maybe there should still be, like, a whatever level requirement. But the idea of you have to play. 100 normal games, let's just say, yeah. right? Um, and or 50 normal games, whatever the number is, and you have to have 20 characters that feels like enough of a ranked requirement to actually, like, yeah, vet I, out
1: people. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Um, I think this is interesting because there's been a lot of conversation about this in, uh, the other discord with that group of friends who's like getting back into league the
0: hell started playing ranked i saw <laughs> yeah like they all
1: started playing ranked and like a lot of them got placed in like bronze or silver yeah um and then one of our friends who is like actually fresh new to the game Catherine, she got placed in gold and like no <laughs> so offense to fun. her like she is a new player and like plays it at a iron level i would say
0: yeah she's super super nice but she is worse than all of them who have placed iron bronze yeah and so
1: like there was there was some frustration about that that like they were talking about in the thing and it's like i think what they don't understand it right is like that the system as much as it tries like it's trying to evaluate your skill But it has to do it based on a set of rules. And based on those set of rules, she is a gold player, right? Because she had a fresh account and has been, like, constantly playing in silver gold lobbies and winning, like, the majority of her games because she's playing with full five-stack premades of, like, people that are, right? Like, I would guess her normal (laughs) win rate is, like, 60%. And so, like... the
0: counterpoint is the game's very aware that they're iron-bronze players.
1: (laughs) Yeah um but, but yeah i don't know like it's it, it's a weird thing but it's a rare like if you're a fresh account with like a 60 percent win rate in normals like yeah it, you know okay maybe they they do have a long and a higher placement and also like if she ends up playing you know 20 30 ranked games like she will quickly not be gold yeah,
0: and that's like another discussion. It's like, will that ruin the game for someone like that, right? If you like get into these games and you're just getting destroyed every game, that's probably not fun either. So, it sounds like this ranked requirement change will hopefully make it so that it can better view and place people in a ranked environment. Yeah. So that'd, be, that'd be cool. Definitely. Do you Next, wanna... we have the Igneous Hunter changes. <laughs> I just wanted to bring yeah. this up because I, I think this is related to like new news, like uh, how the game feels. Fucking take in uh, ingenious hunter, on everyone like who who builds certain items, there's certain items that if you are gonna build them, you should be taking this rune no matter fucking what. Uh, ingenious hunter is the rune for those who don't know that gives you up to fifty ability haste after you stack it five five times. Fifty ability haste is obviously the equivalent of like thirty three percent item cooldown. Um, so what works on this? Sorry, I, sorry. I, I, Pulling and jester up on my lap um the the cool thing is is that like fucking almost every item in the entire game works with this obviously some better than others um like for example like heart steal is a really good choice because it goes from a 30 second cooldown to an 18 second cooldown which lets you proc it and stack it like more um but what's always been a surprise to me or has been a surprise to me this season is looking at how good the short cooldown ones are with this i always thought of this being like oh you need to be building high cooldown important
1: um items like zonia. Yeah like, yeah zonias or G A would be like the two that you go to, right?
0: Yeah, zonia if GA goes from a five minute cooldown or four minute cooldown to like a three minute cooldown, right? It's fucking that's a that's a big thing for GA. Um but it what's crazy to me is how good it is on the short cooldown items. Like I've never thought about this before, but building it like with eclipse, it goes from six seconds to three point seven five. Dude procing Eclipse like on a two second shorter cooldown is insane. That's so good. Yeah, um,
1: and I think in a lot of fights like I, I think the immediate thought that people would have when you're like, okay, it goes from 6 to, like, 3.4 is that, oh, okay, I proc it twice. But in reality, yeah. in, like, in a 10-second fight, I proc it three times. And getting three procs versus one is a massive, massive difference.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, even stuff like... Like, the shortest cooldown on this list is um, is Sheen stuff, right? Sheen goes from 1.5 to 0.94, dude that's crazy on a character like ezreal
1: like yeah
0: <laughs> like you're hitting it every Q. like that's so fucking insane um and then the, the, like one the biggest one i've seen it's I, I think this make, one makes the most sense out of all of them is um i don't know what the item's called it's the aoe tank one that heals you in an aoe every seven seconds um do you uh, remember what that's called uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember the name i'm trying to find on the
1: list it's like endless agony i think Endless,
0: yeah, yeah. Let me. I, I just have the list here. Let me just pull it up properly. Um, but either way, it goes from a seven second cooldown to a four second cooldown, right? Um, which is fucking massive for an AoE heal that like requires you to be alive and sitting in a fight. <laughs> like, um, dude, I don't know. There's so many like crazy things that like I've never thought of. Um, like I, I've all I've always thought of this as being like only good on like high cooldown things, and it, it actually just seems fucking crazy on, uh, um, on low cool items like like actually like game breaking op <laughs> like even stuff like um uh so like it's called endless despair that's the item uh i was so close uh, uh, un- i was so un- close unending despair sorry uh, endless
1: <laughs> agony unending despair i i said the right thing
0: <laughs> yeah another thing is um so like if you're running a conqueror character so there's these builds where like your aoe um like say let's say a mumu A is a pretty good example. Let's just let's throw him in here. If you're building this on a mumu and you have Conquer on a mumu Conquer is applied every five seconds. On spares Despair's uh, passive, every seven seconds. But if you have Ingenious Hunter, it's every four seconds. Um, and it lets Undying Despair permanently reapply stuff like Riftmaker, Leandre's Conquer, etc. Um, because mm-hmm. it's on a shorter cooldown and it, like ticks before their ticks. Like, dude. Like, there's so many cool things like that in the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's cool. I fucking run it. It's probably the best, like... it. It's almost like, um... Like, Keystone level of strength in some scenario. <laughs> so yeah. Like, for being a minor rune. Has
1: there been anything said about them planning to nerf it? Or is it just, hey, it's real, real strong right now?
0: Just to talk about it being strong right now. I think, like, it hasn't hit mainstream yet. This is just, like... We're getting into, like, the nerdy league territory where people are uh-huh. posting their Google spreadsheets of, like, optimal builds and shit with it. Like, the things you can do if you only if you go this build.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... I saw a Zach mid and it was disgusting with the tank items. Yeah. He, like he got uh, ganked been... like four times and just 2v1 every time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, that's all I want to say about that. Um, we can move into some bi weekly stuff. Um, we might not get to emails. We'll see. Uh, well, I guess we're we still have like 40 minutes or so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. So we got um, this one for... from Casey Stranger. Yeah, just
0: as a reminder, we have a for our patrons. We've added a new thing for our like one dollar and up patrons, uh, where we have a Discord channel called the Patron Lounge, and I've added a thread in there where you can suggest topics. Obviously, you can always email in no matter what, even if you don't give us a dollar a month. We appreciate it. We'll always answer email questions. That being said, uh, having this topic channel or topic thread in our patron channel allows us to field bigger topics that we can have, like, maybe a little bit more long-form discussions than emails uh, about. So Casey Stranger suggested the first one. Do you want to read it?
1: Yeah. uh, I think there might be an interesting discussion about how to filter community opinions and advice in League. The community is full of hot takes. What do you look for when trying to separate a good opinion from a bad one? For instance, if I posted a question on a champion main subreddit and got a bunch of advice what are the sort of things you'd look for when deciding what to do with that advice? I think it's a great question. Yeah.
0: Like it's really, and the answer is it's really hard.
1: (laughs) It is really hard. Yeah. No. And and I think it's tough because there's like no objective measures in League Mm -hmm. of Legends. Right. And so you'll get situations where it's just like, Oh, this person is like a 1000 LP challenger, one trick main of the character. And, like, they're still building suboptimally. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, what are you going to do? Just be, like, well, you're wrong. I don't care if you're 1,000 LP above me. Like, you're still building the wrong item.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's really hard. I think, like, what it really comes down to is, like, your own knowledge check, right? We just recently were discussing on the podcast about how... Um, you need to think through your runes and stuff, even if it like auto gives you runes and shit. Um, I think you need to do that with like any type of critical like discussion that has, right? Like uh I, I the only t- main suburb that I go to is Tom Kench mains. Um, and dude, constantly people build just dog shit, garbage shit. Like last season people would build Titan old Titanic on Tom Kench, um, would build like attack speed on him. Um, and th- it's not like they're just like having fun. I mean they are having fun, like they're just not very high elo players, but they think that's an optimal build on the character, uh-huh. right? And there's a post as of today in the Tom Kench main subreddit saying, "Hey guys, I think Sundered Sky might be OP on Tom Kench." And the idea is that he's a character that builds a lot of health and it gives you max health heal. And it's like, "Yeah, but you don't use any of the fucking stats from the item, right?" Like <laughs> it's like it's just like your your Q scales with AP and heals you like a percentage. like you don't you don't need that item." And trying to explain to people that is really really hard, and I could easily see some player who is maybe less knowledgeable, but the character maybe doesn't do that critical thinking. Be like, oh, that makes sense. He he does want to heal.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And I think the issue is also like that it's it's not as clear as like what's good or bad, or that only um, like right. So like the, the the proc on it is good on him. Mm-hmm. The issue is right that you're spending three thousand gold on like five hundred gold worth of passive and (laughs) 2500 gold worth of stats that you don't use and the issue is that somebody's like yes this is useful and you're like yeah you're right that is useful but you're spending 3000 gold and you're only using 500 of it why not purchase an item for 3000 gold that you use all of that right it's it's you have to choose the best answer not just all of these are correct
0: yeah Um, right like and that's where it's really difficult (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's the hardest part. Like, um, honestly, like, I, I think your best bet is, first of all, A, critically thinking about it yourself, especially if you are going on a main subreddit. Let's just say, I'm, I'm going to assume that you maybe play the character. Maybe you are new and you're trying to, like, learn the character, you don't actually play them. But for this discussion, you play the character a little bit. You can at least challenge the ideas of, like, what the character feels like, what they want, what their goals are in game, and bounce those ideas off of it. And if you if you can't decide it uh, decipher if it's actually good or not, go and play 10 games of it. Like, that's the, that's the actually the best way to figure yeah. it out, is go and play, like, not just one game, because you can have a really good game or a really bad game, but, like, f- at least five, right? And just fucking hard, hard spam it five games in a row and, like, actually get, like, a decent sample size of what it feels like. And mm-hmm. try to use your thinking to decide why it was good or why it was bad.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, one thing that I do very often in my process is I will, like, you know, when I look up a character and their build, which I think... Typically, when you're looking for, like, advice from the community and, and takes it, I think generally it's champion builds, skill orders are, like, the things you're looking for, right? Like, most combos and stuff yeah. like that are pretty solved, where it's, like, you, you auto-QE, you EQ auto, you, you know, Q-W-W-E, whatever, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Um, so, like, right, when you default search on u.gg is what I use... Right, like it, it defaults sorts to Emerald Plus, mm-hmm. right? So that gives you a good idea of what like pretty good players in Mast, very large sample size are doing. And then I'll look at Diamond Plus, Diamond 2 Plus, and Master Plus, right? Yeah. And I want to see, does it change? And if so, I'll think why, right? Is there a reason that, you know, Emerald Threshes do this, but Master's Threshes do this? Is it just preference or is this actually stronger or do I need a higher level of execution or do games look different at this ELO? And then I think about, you know, what am I going to do? I'll also take a look at general high-level players and then actual mains of the character, right? Like, is it that I'm looking (laughs) at a Thresh main or if I'm looking at just like a 1,000 LP Challenger player who plays Thresh sometimes, but I think you know if that's a player who like has 10 characters in that pool i think has a pretty good generalized idea of what's good on certain characters
0: think mean, that's what i do the most Colton. right is i go to a site like um, league of graphs where they have a best whatever characters thing right you search the character you go to best whatever characters and it shows you the highest rated ca- players of all these characters based on their win rate their rank their games played etc right and i open up like 10 of those and i look through their builds i look when they build stuff when they build do take different runes um if i'm really interested of how they want to lane i'll watch the replay of how they played the game like like there's so many options that you yourself can do the research
1: on yeah and and one thing i i was thinking about the other night um which i which i really want to try and do this season i was i was thinking i since i have all my stuff for my new computer i haven't built it yet when I get that together, I want to try and get back to streaming and mm-hmm. something I want to try and do is especially like, at least currently I've been performing very well and like pretty decently high elo. Um, and I've been trying to like check my ego and really default to other players and like have more conversations about the games. So like I was leaning with a Heimerdinger a couple games back and I was like, I don't know the Heimerdinger lane as well as you do, obviously. Like, you are a Heimerdinger main. Like, tell me what we need to be doing. Tell me, are we pushing? Are we shoving? Are we going at two? Are we waiting for three? Like, you have knowledge that I want access to. And so one thing I was thinking that I think would be, like, a really interesting idea for a stream would be, like, after every game or, like, as often as I can, trying to get in Discord or, like, if if i get like a an uncommon pick and like trying to pick these people's brains and just be like yeah hey you're you know you're an a one trick not a lot of people play that character like tell me things i need to know about this character to know how to play with it how to play against it like right trying to learn and you know be a better student of the game as uh, as the lads at bbc might say
0: yeah, I mean, the, the people who do stuff like that are people who want to learn, right? So I, I played, like, let's just say 100 games last season. Um, and one time out of those 100 games, I had someone after the game add me, and they asked me, hey, man, I lost this lane. Um, how does the lane normally go? What could I have done better? Um, what can I, like, uh, what were, like, some major flaws that I made during that game? And I, I fucking told him. <laughs> He's like, guess what? He If I played against him, he probably would lose the lane less hard. <laughs>
1: It's, it's cool yeah and I, I just think like that's a really um like again you gotta you gotta keep asking questions and keep trying to learn uh, look from a bunch of different sources compare them examine you know check your own thoughts against others and like like you said man test it out get a couple games in there
0: yeah for sure I mean that's the only that's the best way to figure it out for sure yeah actually just doing it and,
1: and I think like whether it's in a normal or like, being willing to lose a couple rank games to try something new, like, that's worth it to know that, like, what you're building is right or to get a better understanding of, like, when you should swap things up.
0: And we talked about it a long time ago, but, like, if there's a matchup that you fucking, like, you can never beat, you can never beat Darius, play 10 games of Darius and figure out what his weaknesses are, right? Because you're not going to win those 10 games of Darius. Yeah. Or if you do, maybe you're a Darius main now, but... Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but yeah for sure uh do you want to move on to double support i think it's like the most interesting topic right now it's probably the most heated topic it, it's definitely mainstream league now yeah like, I, I like like i dude, i i go into like custom game like servers and talk to people and people will be like should we ban like double support for this custom game and i'm like <laughs> i had the conversation last night in custom games because like they're discussing if they should ban double support because like, they know it's not fun and i'm like can a single like not in a dick way but like i i know these people so this does come off as like a dick thing if you don't know that um i'm like can do, does a single one of you know why it works or how you do it and no one can explain it. <laughs> you know what
1: I mean? yeah like, um so i'll do my best and one thing i was checking which i need to see I'm trying to see on the old items what just the gold generation per 10 seconds was. It was two. It was two. Okay. And World yep. Atlas, is, Atlas is like five now? Three per 10. No, uh, but it upgrades to five per 10, and it keeps five yep. per 10 at max, where I feel like the old yep. one, didn't that go away when you were finished?
0: Uh, let me check. I, I only had the f- the first one opened up when I was like... That's what I'm trying to
1: find one. out, is when it... When it gets fully upgraded went to
0: three when you've uh, upgraded like this like the middle time and then when it was fully upgraded it went to uh it stayed at three okay um so it went two three three okay. and this one goes uh three five something three
1: five three five five
0: oh, it was just three five. Okay. three five five.
1: yeah um okay so that that's part of it is just that the passive gold generation throughout the entirety of the game has gone up so holding on to this item for a thirty minute game, you, you just get more gold. Period. Um, I, I
0: just want, let's take one step back first. For, yeah. Just just for context, uh, double support obviously is the idea of both players in the bottom lane buying a support item and using that. Um, obviously, there's mechanics in the game to combat that. Mainly being, if you farm too much, you get a fifty percent scaling up to eighty percent gold penalty on minions that you last hit. Yes. Um, this is becoming more prevalent, uh, especially in higher elos. It's obviously becoming mainstream because I'm seeing, I'm hearing silver players talk about it potentially being like ruining the game. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah, um, which I, I I do think it's it's something that they had to implement a system to stop like four years ago, um, and had mostly done it. Um, I I think that there was still a lot of strength, and you and I talked about this on the show, and I think it was severely underutilized. Yeah. Of picking up a support item at like third fourth item, because you're not really yeah, farming your builds, at that farm, point. Farming slows
0: down, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, which I, which I still think is is really good for like top laners, junglers, mid laners, uh, especially with th- the strength of the items right now. Um, so what what changed? I guess would be the big question. I can't find the formula anywhere. I was looking for it. Maybe I'm just bad. Um, but I I think, might have the
0: answer here for you. I
1: think the the threshold at which the penalty applies has become a little bit looser. Um, so
0: so I, I actually have the answer for this one. I, it is all vague, by the way. And there, guess what? There's fucking zero resources online to figure this shit out. Um, literally, this is just me diving through shit and then watching gameplay and then going into custom games. Um, so the main reason that has made this more prevalent is... First of all, um, when you last hit a minion with your execute mechanic, that doesn't count as you farming a minion, right? That's been that like that before, um, been it's like that now. So even if you are farming that, uh, which the ratio by the way is, um, uh, 50% 50% plus 1% for every CS starting from 20 CS and capped at 50 CS. That's the formula, right? So okay. you you can't farm more than 50% of the minions. Uh, the big difference that changed from last season to this season is that your procs for lasting minions, you got one every 35 seconds. Now you get one every 18 seconds, right? So before you could farm um, a waves every 30 30 seconds, right? <laughs> right. So, in theory, you could farm every one minion in a wave, like with the old system. Whereas now you can farm, in theory, two minions in a wave, uh, which, guess what, Dr- drastically reduces the number of minions that you're actually farming. Um, so, with this system, before, uh, you could farm one minion, your support could farm one system, uh, minion, and then in theory you shouldn't be lasting the other ones or else you're eventually going to reach the bounty, whereas now you can both farm two minions in a wave, um, sometimes three based on like back timers, because obviously you're generating those when you're recalling and some minions yeah. are just die in like. And that doesn't so, count as a last
1: hit for either of you, right? It doesn't saying?
0: Ca- count as a last hit for either of you. Yeah, uh, so either if, of you. if yeah. <laughs> three
1: minions a wave don't exist, neither one of you is ever going to be last hitting more than half the minions. Okay, so... so I was sort of correct in that it is harder to reach that penalty than it, it was Yeah, prior. it's
0: definitely way harder to reach the penalty, um, and it, once again, I, and I don't blame anyone for not understanding this, because it's fucking not clear at all, and f- dude, the fact, like, this is easy YouTube content, someone make a video explaining this to some black people. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, yeah. So, once again, so, if you want to explain the system and how it works and stuff like that, that'd be great. Yeah,
1: okay, so uh, again, the the way the system, uh, like you're saying, works is if you're last hitting a bunch of minions, eventually you don't get as much gold for the minions. If you both get the support item, you can effectively split the farm between the two of you. Neither one of you ever really hits a penalty. Um, and then you both get, uh, you know, a thousand free gold from your world atlas. You get three more wards on the map at all times, which is super good. Um the stats of the item aren't great. They're not like terrible right for I
0: mean, for a gold. They're still 300% efficient, right? Like they're yeah. not insane like for a slot. Like let's just use blood song for an example. Um blood song gives you 1003 1133 gold worth of stats if you will for 400 gold. I think they all give it... the
1: same exact stats. Oh, do they give the exact they same? All so give... Yeah, having... they all give like health regen, mana regen, like 200 HP.
0: I guess the the big difference is, so they're all 300% gold efficient or 283% gold efficient, if you want to be exact. Um, But then they have fucking crazy effects. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was
1: going to get to next, is that the effects on these are so much stronger than in prior season, where there was no effect, you just got wards. Now you get, like, either, like, basically old crown passive, where if you're out of combat, until something hits you, you just take hugely reduced damage. Um I, I think that is super good on a lot of the characters that are currently abusing this where you'll play like double enchanter, Sona Seraphine being the prime example, but you can do, you know, Seraphine Teric, Sona Teric. That's y-
0: Celestial Opposition, right? That, yeah, that Celestial I
1: Opposition. Believe. Um I, I think that's one of the big ones. And then Blood Song is super, super good because it gives you a Sheen proc, a spellblade proc <laughs> that essentially gives the press the attack, like, 12% damage amp, which is so good.
0: People are, like, obviously joking about it, but there is some truth to it. People call this 400 gold support item the best chain item in the game.
1: <laughs> like, like, isn't that fucked, man? I mean, it's it, it's wild, yeah. Like, it, you know, obviously not every character can use it, but, it. I mean, yeah, that, like, 10 12% damage amp is insanely good and you know i think uh one common example i don't know if i could say common but one very good example right now that i think is really strong at high elo is milio lucian um yeah. milio buffs up lucian gives him a lot of movement speed gives him bonus damage with his burn and lucian gets to go press the attack and blood song so he will like w e auto instantly proc it and now you're taking like a 40% bonus amp on his Q after he already did like 80% of your health with that E auto.
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, just get some more context of, yeah, so like, that's kind of who runs it. So there are, yeah, two archetypes right now that I would say run it. I think you can run it on more. Three is probably fair to say. There's three archetypes, uh, uh, like, different types of uh, champions that run it. The first being the classic, like, support, support. Um, like, yeah. Sona, Seraphine. You'll see them, like, you'll see Seraphine back at 800 gold and pick up tier plus her support item. Mm-hmm. Um, Sona starts with a support item, and then you just fucking are in lane permanently, and then you n- have just way more gold in the enemy team. Yep. That's, like, the... Easiest one to run,
1: I think. <laughs> Absolutely, and I think it's free LP.
0: Yeah, it's it's so, so free. The next one being the AD carry variation. So, like, you just mentioned Lucian. I think Nihil is probably the, the one that's probably got, gained the most popularity recently, where you are you buy Doran's Blades uh, on, like, your your first going to lane. As soon as you get 400 gold, you back, you buy your support item, and then your support last hits cannon and uh, melee minions. And Well, you last hit only, like, backline minions. Um, and it, it's crazy, because you just have a... Like, you have a really good sheen proc and uh you have way more gold than the enemy team (laughs) yeah what
1: does she does she go blood song she goes blood song yeah okay yeah that's what i would think i've seen it on (laughs) samira as well where i don't think that she's quite as good a user of it but again it's just like you just get a thousand gold yeah
0: it is pretty well, you get a, you get a fucking free well not free it's 400 gold for a sheen pta item like it, yeah but
1: right like it's it's 400 gold for the sheen pta item but then you get 1000 gold back and then you keep that 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 gold gen after the fact it's so like it it makes up its entire purchase price plus you get wards like it's, it's Nyla
0: also is the character that just gives your lane bonus XP. So like you're getting ahead in like every metric, uh,
1: uh-huh. which is
0: like insane. Uh so I I mean I think it's the most popular one. I don't know if it's actually the best. And the obvious one, uh, which I see no one doing right now is uh Senate TK. Yep. Um, I, I have not
1: like... seen Senate TK, and I think it is potentially as as busted as the other ones. Like I think it's Senate TK, I think, is gonna be so good right now once people start playing it.
0: Yeah, the main difference for Senate TK is that Guess what? Tom Kench is fucking bad at farming in general. So it's not, like... Even if you do hit the support, like, the the farming cap, like, it's not a huge
1: deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and Bloodsong is so good on Senna.
0: Yeah. So um, good. And I saw Molecule, who's, like, a an analyst for League of Legends, also post that he thinks that... Um, Zeri plus Yumi will come back, or AD Kiri plus Yumi will come back with this, um, mostly because Zeri can do the same thing, where she, she gets funneled gold from the support item, uh-huh. uh, she builds her own support item, and then as soon as you finish her 1,000 gold support item, guess what, Zeri's actually pretty fucking bad at proccing the, the, the support items, so she just sells it at 1,000 gold. Yeah, like like it's like it's, it's just you you net a free six hundred gold. Do they sell actually. I don't, I don't know if they have a sell cost. They um, do. I'm they sure. do. They sell for two hundred eighty. Holy shit! So you're just netting a free, uh, eight hundred eighty gold. Yeah. And you get a you get a strong lane because you have double support items, and you get to just insta clear the wave with procs and back off.
1: And like, you and, and so the thing <laughs> is is like you don't even have to instant sell it, right? You hold it until you get to six items, I would think, right? Because like yeah. two hundred eighty gold isn't doing you much favors compared to like two hundred health. Whatever the proc you chose is and wards. So in reality, then, like let's say it, it's ten minutes later and you've been getting five gold every ten seconds. Like it's just a thousand free gold, and then you sell it and get your sixth item. Yeah,
0: if if you don't need to like just like be side farming, like yeah, you should you should sell it whenever like you're full at build, but like, yeah, if you are, if you have to like side lane and farm or whatever, then like, obviously you can sell it a thousand. It's not like it's bad to sell it a thousand either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like it's 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 not, it's not bad to sell right away, but like, it's, it's even better if you can hold on to it for a while. And like, and if you're, if you're playing around the penalty properly, which is, it's important to communicate with your lane partner. Um, you know, that's been something where I have been really pushing my teammates to try and do that because I think it's one of the strongest things in the game right now. And it's really easy to execute, where it's like, yeah, okay, my turn to farm, your turn to farm, my turn to farm. Um, yeah, the,
0: if you want to take a rule of thumb, if you want to try this with your friends, for example, the main thing is, once you get the item, your support should be farming melee minions and cannon minions. They have to have a proc for cannon minions every single time, so they should be paying attention to that, or else you're going to lose out on that like huge uh, like huge uh, gold amount. Um, but in general, they farm cannons whenever they're up, and then melees whenever they have free procs. And then you only farm uh, range creeps, Um, and biggest thing that we'll talk into, like, counters for it, never fucking use your procs by hitting the enemy characters. That is the biggest thing to know. That's bigger than even, like,
1: optimizing farming. Like, uh, that's how you beat this lane, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, but I... A little bit, yes, but I don't think it even really matters, Aiden.
0: I mean, they they can opt out of not doing it, right, is, like, the reality. But, like, up to, like, even if someone's, like, high-yellow and they're not well-versed in this... If you just force trades with them, like, you can force shit trades where you lose out on the trades, and you just fuck their farming, right? Because if they proc all three of their procs on you, if you ever see them sitting at three, force a fight with them. um, If they hit you three times, they lost three potential minions that they get for free,
1: right? Yes, but I I think that the thing that you're maybe a little missing is that, like, again, that's the most efficient way is to use it on the minions, but... If you alternate farming, you'll just never get a penalty anyway. You'll have to split the gold between the two characters, but neither of you will ever have a penalty.
0: Yeah, it just it just makes it, it, it lessens the amount that they're ahead, right? Like it, that, yeah, it, it lessens how much the it.
1: advantage is on the player you're trying to funnel. But like in I I think the the prime example of like Sona Seraphine, it really yeah. doesn't matter which one of them gets the gold. Because if they're both at three items, the game is over.
0: I, I completely agree. I think for the Sona Seraphine lane or even the 80 carry Yumi lane, where their goal is just to clear the wave and back off, this doesn't work because they're, first of all, they don't give a fuck. And then, second of all, they're probably just not even going to trade with you because they don't give a fuck. Um, this really works for like the Lucian enchanter lane, the Nyla enchanter lane, yeah. whatever, um, where you can kind of if the Nyla chooses to trade with you, you kind of fuck her econ a
1: little bit um, the
0: more times she does it. Yeah, definitely. That's like like the only counter,
1: though. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, other other things you can do. The the, the other counter, I would say, which, again, is very dependent on them playing into it, is to really focus on playing the opposite side of the map and try and split them apart, right? Make them make the support go top or lose every single grub and herald and a tower. Right. Yeah. So, Cause like if, if they're committing to this, they get a thousand gold, right. Good for them. Okay. Get two towers because you got six grubs and the herald, right. That's a thousand gold. Get three dragons. Yeah. That's a thousand gold worth of stats. Right. Like th- those are the kind of other options as well as like, even if you're not a particularly good lane at using it, maybe tell your AD carry to get a support item anyway <laughs> and then even it out.
0: Yeah. And it's super interesting. I would recommend trying it. I think they probably will nerf it. Um. hope so. At the very least, try the nylon one. The nylon one looks super fun. Um, her, her build just for quick is like you start with your doran's blade you back on 400 gold for your support quest and then you just build into the Cyclosword item i can't remember what the full name of it is um it's Cyclosworm uh storm razor and then you can choose between Bloodthirster, infinity edge and then uh uh the armor pen item. sorry lord dominic's regards um pretty straightforward build uh just makes your all you'll always be like a full item ahead on the enemy AD carry. Uh, plus, you'll be obviously ahead on bonus XP because Nyla just generates more XP than other P characters. Uh, so, and it's just it's insane. I like it, it's really hard to beat, um, especially in like a solo queue environment. Um, there's not great counters to it right now. Um, the biggest counter is going to be right nerfing this, I think.
1: Yeah, that's probably it. Um, or again, maybe depending on I right, like the Sona Seraphina option, it's like you need shield you need you need shield break yeah or like enough hard engage that you can actually just 100 to 0 them in the in duration of cc
0: yeah it's cool like i, I mean i li- i like stuff like this coming into the game not because it's fun to play against um but i think it's always cool when people innovate and like push the meta in a direction that's like always cool to
1: yeah play. and it was it was very interesting for me to see like playing the patch where it was like day 2 of ranked I yeah. <laughs> saw it and was immediately like, oh yeah, this is fucked. Like I'm doing this now and getting LP.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool. So have you played, I guess you have played with it like a couple or played it as it or. Against yeah, it? I've
1: probably or... played like eight to 10 games of it either yeah. against it as it. Um, huh. I I mean, I, I think that honestly, if you're not, I, I've i been banning Seraphine a lot of games. If my yeah. AD carry wants to play a traditional AD carry,
0: yeah, it's cool, um, awesome. Uh, yeah, please let us know what you think. Uh, fucking post in our Discord if you like actually do try it out and it works. It's I love seeing stuff like that. Yeah, cool. Let's talk about uh us our roundtable section. Um, where last week's question was, um, what is a quality of life change for a champion that you'd like to see? Not a buff, but a quality of life change. Colton, do you have a quality of life change for a character that
1: you'd like to see? Uh, yeah um zillion his passive is absolutely terrible because when people ping their experience if they do which they don't um it will tell you just what percentage they're at not how much experience i should be able to ping my ally and it should be able to give me a number how much experience they are from leveling so that i can know when i can level them up with my passive yeah, <laughs> right. Because it it, yeah. it, it it tells me I have three hundred eighty seven XP, and I'm like, "Hey, mid, how close are you to level And It says forty seven percent to level eleven. What the fuck does that mean, Riot Games?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's awful, right? Like, and I <laughs> and I
1: understand why it doesn't say you know they're at eleven hundred out of twenty two hundred. I I get that, but like as the Zillion player, I should be able to see that or have yeah. a way to ping it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's just that that'd be perfect quality of life change. Um, it's very hard, by the way, to like come up with quality of life changes that aren't just buffs. Like that's, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, Most of the answers in our Discord are buffs, but I, I pulled out three here um, that aren't buffs uh, that are like actually quality of life changes. I think they're all great. Uh, the first one is from uh, Ibku. Uh, he says, "Not my not my idea, but having uh, Jinn's fourth shot execute wards would be uh, really nice. Currently, it takes an hour to kill them." what a good idea <laughs> like, like it should just like count as like an extra hit or, or something on like a ward right yeah like, I like that just because like dude if you're out if you're like low on ammo just like it actually just doubles the amount of time you to yeah the over. worst
1: is like if it takes you so long to reload like did the, the pink ward regens a tick
0: yeah um, this is my weekly favorite answer it's from not gritty uh, he says they can can they change volibear to the volibear I know it has nothing to do with gameplay but it's what he's called in the lore it kind of makes him more badass in my opinion <laughs> that would be a nice quality of life change um one more really good one is also from someone named aiden in our discord first time i've seen them post uh they said change Galio's passive auto so you can cancel like normal autos currently if you start the animation you're locked into it i didn't know that but i looked into it and yeah it's true if you're if you're passive as proc you can't like click out of your auto attack as Galio. it auto goes through and you're like locked into it
1: yeah i mean those are those are good changes
0: yeah they're great uh, this week's roundtable question is um, make one systematic change to league to break the game
1: <laughs> what if you could build double so, support items
0: <laughs> that would break the game and maybe huh. warp the meta even um, so mine for context I already thought of mine uh, for this one is uh, I would make it so it's static death timers the entire game I don't yeah. care what the static timer is if it's 20 seconds sure it's fucked early game and then really low late game that that fucks the game if it's like 40 seconds early game and like like i don't know like if, if it's six seconds the entire game it's also fucked like no matter yeah. what you make it as a static timer it completely warps the game
1: <laughs> i mean i jumping off of that i feel like i got another really good one static kill yep. gold <laughs> dude, no up. bounties no penalty for bullying a player
0: oh dude the fucking one person's like 0 15 they're so far you get 300 like gold every already.
1: time you kill them and then they finally God. they finally kill you, and now you're 15-1, and one and they get 300 gold.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's so bad. <laughs> that's sick. Um, cool. If you guys want to uh, give us a su- suggestion on a systematic change that you'd add to League to break the game, you can hit us up on our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash post in our article section, or email us, mail at Want to get through a couple of emails? I don't, I don't know if we can... We'll go through them and we'll see how it goes. We'll yeah. see how quick it is. Um,
1: uh, first email cool. is from Dippy. Thank you. Your discussion on teams picking a teammate to be the enemy uh, reminded me of one of my most memorable league games. It was Season 7. I was in Silver 2 playing Thresh, and we had a Yasuo mid. The first 17 minute, the Yasuo was dying a lot, getting flamed by top jungle and AD carry, and I told them to leave him alone, but they wouldn't. So I decided I wouldn't leave his side. The two of us blocked surrender votes as we collected kills in the side lanes. <laughs> Yasuo swiftly went from 0-10 to 10-10. We then carried the game on the back on our backs from the brink of defeat. Believe in your team, you can do incredible things. Dippy.
0: That's the 0-10 power spike Yasuo that they talk about. <laughs> yeah. That's where that name came from. That's, that's sick. <laughs> cool. Um, this next one is from Joe Bungus. He said, second time, hate league cast crew, second time writing to the show after listening for a couple of years. I had a question f- uh, for y'all that I've been thinking about for a while now. Am I a fraud? <laughs> now, the context of this question is for the past year, I've been mostly one-tricking Cassante And, and that combined with coaching from Eloise, um, one of the uh, world's best top laners, has taken me from being Silver 4 at the start of twenty 20- uh, season 2023 20, uh, to Emerald 3 at the end. Uh, after taking a break from the game and now playing some new champions such as Huey Top, I realized that Cassante is completely broken and in my opinion he does take a lot of skill to play but he probably also has one of the most overloaded kits in the game. Anytime I play him I now realize how completely unfair he is and I start asking myself, am I boosted by my kit champion? Uh, and I started to think about how I'm literally stuck in silver for my entire uh, last season with nothing uh, changing in season 13 until I picked up Cassante. And while I can play other their champs somewhat competently in emerald lobbies uh i know i'm definitely i know that i definitely wouldn't be able to climb to emerald with other champions or at least not nearly as fast so at the crux of my dilemma what do y'all think am i boosted uh by the most 200 years champion in the game or do one tricks literally does legitimately deserve the rank p.s here's my OP.gg. uh don't look at the most recent games where uh yeah yeah yeah. uh joe bungus um yes and no um (laughs) so if, it depends on how you define that, right? So, like, yes, you are probably not a Emerald whatever player on, Emerald 3 player on anything but Kasante. That's probably the reality. Um, but that's also not uncommon. I would say yeah. almost every one trick is, like, inf- not inflated. Inflated sounds like a pretty negative term, Like, is, is is higher level on their main character than other characters. But yeah, that's also how you get better at the game, right? Like, if you listen to um uh Broken by Concept a lot, they'll constantly talk about how, like, one tricking is one of the best ways to accelerate yourself at the game right you you learn one character you hit your peak rank and then you pick up another character and guess what you fall down a little bit like maybe in your case if you pick up another top laner like say you pick up orn um maybe you'll fall down to being a platinum two player right but you'll get better at orn you'll learn him you'll get back up to emerald three uh and guess what now you have a of two characters at an emerald, emerald level. Maybe you want to do it another character. You'll do the same thing. You'll fall back down, climb back up. Um and by at some point you'll just become a better top laner overall. And you're like you're actually an emerald player, right? And maybe your Cassante in that timeline will get better. You'll be an emerald two Cassante, an emerald one Cassante, maybe a diamond four Cassante. That's just how League works though. Like so by definition, yeah, maybe you are like a little bit boosted, but like that's kind of League of Legends.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of League of Legends. I, I I don't think you're a fraud. I think it is just a probably much more efficient way to learn the game and generally climb and improve. Um, You know, this is something that I do not do particularly well. I switch characters almost every game uh, very often. Um, And then I'll do a little thing where I play the same character for like 20 games. And Hey, turns out I get really good at them most of the time and have like very good stats. Um, You know, there's, there's certainly a difference between a player who plays only one character at whatever level they're at, right? Let's, I don't know, say Diamond 1, right? It's like they are a Diamond 1 Blitzcrank only player, right? Are they a Diamond 1 player? Yes. Now, are they, you know, completely comparable to somebody who's Diamond 1 and can play 10 supports? No. I would say the person who plays 10 supports is significantly better at the game, but also, like... On, on a given game, if the if the Blitzcrank main gets Blitzcrank, they're going to be equally effective. You know, I, I could go at, at another step further and be like, a character, a person who plays five roles all at a Diamond 1 level and has ten characters in each of those roles. Are they generally a little bit better at the game? Probably. But again, in, in a given game at that elo, they're not doing anything more than either of the first two.
0: Yeah, that's what matters right how you perform in that game
1: (laughs) yeah right and like i am someone who like i want to play all the roles i want to play all the characters and like that's how i enjoy playing the game but that is not conducive to improving and being the best player i can be um just to give
0: context so last season is the first season where i was the only season in i think ever where i only played tom i played zero other top lane characters the entire season um but, like, in previous seasons, like, when I would say, like, a 200-point master player, um, I could play Tom Kench at 200, 300, maybe a little bit higher master tier. My next best character is Shen, who I could play at, like, low master. And then my next best character is Poppy, who I could play at, like, D1. Um, And then there's a drop-off where it's, like, I can probably pilot, like, a bunch of tag top players at a D3 level. But after that, it's like, fuck, I don't know if I can play, like carries at a d4 level right and that's that's it doesn't mean i'm like not a die or a master player it doesn't mean i'm a d4 player <laughs> it's just it's just it, that's just how the game works so i mean don't yeah. feel bad man like that's sick that you improve so much in such a short amount of time
1: and the opposite end of the spectrum i normally play like 75 to 90 characters in a season yeah uh, and i <laughs> and that's not good
0: dude so funny i played i played uh five characters last season um three different support characters, one jungler and one top lane.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, oh, even fuck. even this season, I'm already 16 characters deep.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't know how you do it.
1: I, I mean, again, like, a very different play style, and I think that that's, like, uh, something that, to me personally, how I want to improve at League is very important that I am learning and playing a lot of characters and roles. Um, like, I, I don't think I would be happy... Or, or happier, let's say, if I was, like, a 500-point GM player, but all I could play was Zillion, right? Like, if yeah. if the last four years I I had only played Zillion, I don't think I'd be enjoying the game as much. Um, that's fair. And, and again, like, that's how I choose to play, and, and that's why I, you know, with probably, like, more than double your total games played, if not triple, like, and still trying to, like, catch up to the peaks that you've achieved, right? It's like, you mastered the shit out of tom kench i have not mastered the shit out of anyone i've gotten pretty good at like 90 guys
0: (laughs) 90 dudes yeah Uh, yeah congrats man like once again congrats on emerald three that's awesome
1: yeah absolutely um let me find the emails and next one is from irish witch went to a professional hockey game for the first time in a year and sat really close right up next to the ice. A few minutes in after a goal, I caught myself thinking, it'd be so cool if this was the LCS right now. I'm not sure what that says about me, uh, esports or the LCS. (laughs) That's
0: funny. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's really funny, actually. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'm imagining like, an even further like level of that right where you just like i don't like somebody i um, imagine like baseball like somebody breaks the bat and like it's a you know a hit and you're just like wouldn't it be sick <laughs> if that was a keyboard
0: that would be pretty it'd actually be way harder to be honest <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so fucking sick uh, cool thank you so much um uh, next one's from uh charlise uh they said uh first time sending an email uh I wanted to write in after hearing you guys talk about liking random characters in Arena. Me and a buddy of mine have been doing a challenge with a similar idea. The challenge is to get first on every champion in Arena. The catch is we have to choose our champions with a random wheel. We spin the wheel to get two random characters to make the challenge harder and last longer. must play the champions you're worse on out of the day. <laughs> uh, so we're we currently use champion mastery as a baseline to, s- to decide what champion we are worse on. We have made it all the way down to 24 champions left. It feels like it could take a while before we get a win on every champion. Uh, we have done other weird and long challenges in the past, like, uh, being the first to get mastery three on every champion. I was wondering uh, what your guys' thoughts are on challenges such as this. So, and if you guys have plans to do any in the next season, sorry for the length of this email, hoping for prosperous LP gains for all. Thanks, Charlies. Um, yeah, I think it's fun. That sounds like a super fun thing. Um, it sounds like very long, and I don't think we—I—I I, I personally don't play enough league to do something like that. But like that, I mean, that's kind of the exact idea of what I want to do—is like just random shit and have fun and do your best on stuff. That's the best way to play
1: league, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, it sounds like a fun challenge. Again, yeah, like long challenges like that are fun to start, hard to finish. Like you know, they said getting mastery three on all characters. I. So many times have convinced myself that I want to get, like, Mastery, like, 5 on everyone or, like, Mastery 7 on everyone. And, like, I've got a lot of Champion Mastery, but I'm still, like, nowhere near having it on everyone.
0: (laughs) It's funny. I'm the worst person for stuff like this because I just don't play enough League, right? Yeah. But I constantly convince myself that I do. Like, at the end of last season... I created a Google spreadsheet, um, where it's every single character and, um, how I would rank them on how difficult it would be for me to get a win. And my goal was this year, I was going to create an account, um, like my, uh, what's it called? My transfer SEA, SEA account that has all the characters and I was going to get a win on every single character in ranked. And that's just not something that's like in my wheelhouse. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not going to play 300 ranked games.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not. Um... <laughs> So speaking of champion mastery, I want you to go. Are you logged into League?
0: Uh, no, but I can go
1: to champion mastery. Okay, I want I want that's you to see how many characters you have at mastery five plus, because that's the point where it's just like you have to grind out like enough games to hit mastery five.
0: It's very low, by the way.
1: I'm yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's or, um, do you want to guess how many I have?
0: Yeah, that's probably. Uh, I'm gonna see me of like. Mastery five,
1: five or higher, uh,
0: five or higher, um, fifteen. I feel like that's a good number. Seven. 20 20, 20, 20 fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I panic. Fucking changed my guess to twenty, and I, I was still off by fifty.
1: Yeah. I I have to go. I'm trying to see to to find a champion under mastery four. I am past a hundred characters.
0: That's so fucked. Uh, yeah. I'm logging in right now because mastery.g doesn't work anymore. Um, do you want to guess how many uh, how many characters I have at five or above? Six. <laughs> That's a really good guess, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it might be more than six, though. I'm going to my collection. It's in collections? Yeah, collection. Yeah. No. Yeah, collections. Um, and sort by mastery uh, above level five. Oh, it's actually... Dude, I'm actually sick with it. Oh, my God. I'm actually... Okay, it's way more... For five, it's it's actually a good amount. It's... um, How many are... They have five, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 43. Dude, I'm so sick with You're
1: it. You're huge. It's also wild, because, like, with all of that, I also have, like, a dozen characters that I don't think I've played more than two games of. Since do you have Champion any,
0: How many characters do you have with zero Mastery? Like, so, like, less than Mastery 1.
1: Um, five.
0: I have 5 as well. And I
1: don't know how I have mastery 1 on Afelios cuz I think I've only ever played Afelios once in a one for all.
0: Yep, we had that I had that conversation. We we were like drinking and playing some league games with uh, some uh, of our friends. Um and do you do you remember that game,
1: Colton? Yeah, it was awful.
0: Yeah, cuz Afelios came out the week that All for One came out and we're playing with uh it's myself, Kennedy, you, Alex and it's someone else who is new to, like, not very good at the game. Um, Not that you guys are bad at the game, but, like, and we're, we're all, like, trying to decide what character you do. You just lock fellios and you make all five of us play felios the week that he came out in All for One. And none of us had fun. We all got off after.
1: <laughs> yeah. It <was> wild.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck, man. That's so funny.
1: It, yeah, I know. It's, it's been odd, because, like, I've been, like... There's some characters that I feel like I have, like, mastered at this point. Like, Milio. I've been playing a lot of Milio, like, at the end of last season, start of this season. And I'm, like, just about to hit Mastery 4 on him. It takes a while. Yeah, it, it just takes a lot of games. And, like, it's, it's that weird thing where, like, as a, like, air quotes, high elo player, right? Like, I can pick up a champion in, like, one to two games. And obviously, I'm going to still, like, learn things. But, like have a pretty good idea of how to play them. Yeah. Um and then you just have to like play 30, 40 more to actually like get your your tokens. Yeah.
0: Wanna crush up this one email then we'll do the rest on uh, next week.
1: Yeah. Next last one is from Casey Stranger. We've also got one from uh, Gritty, Sea Loaded and Lurry that we'll get to next week, just letting you guys know that we have your emails. We did not forget them. Uh, but back to Casey Stranger. Howdy, Lee Cast. I've been watching, or having just watched the finals. I wanted to write in and defend the single elimination world's format. Okay, the
0: they sent this emails to the wrong email before, so they're resending it.
1: Gotcha. When I when I saw that, I was like, they're just watching the new video game, the finals. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, the world finals. Um, and defend the single elimination world format. I don't think it's better objectively, but it is better for a lightly invested viewer. Double elimination would definitely be better for allowing the best performing team to win. It would also lead to more games. Personally though, I like watching League, but I'm not super heavily invested in that I watch a lot of games. I only watched a few games prior to the knockout stage, and I like that the number of games is tame enough for me to watch them all and follow all the storylines. I also think that single elimination makes each game more exciting, and I don't mind so much if a team takes a slightly fraudulent path. Sometimes I'll even get some of my even more lightly invested friends together to watch league finals. I think it's more fun for them knowing that the three to five league games a year that they watch with me will actually result in a winner. Short story. Aiden is right. Lots of people don't actually want more high-level league, and I think that that will probably be true no matter how popular the game gets. Double elimination makes more sense to me, in something like fighting fighting games where each individual game time is lower. Casey Stranger.
0: Yeah, I think we just fundamentally disagree like on what we want out of it, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're consuming the same piece of media with like very different goals, right? You know, like, I, yeah. I think a, a good example would be, like, take, like, food, right? You know, if it's 2 a.m. and I want Taco Bell, it's not about Taco Bell being good food. That's just what I want right now. Yeah. Um. Right? And it's, like, what we want is more games of high-quality League of Legends. We want, like, competitive integrity and the best team to win the title
0: when do we want them now when do we
1: want it 12 years ago (laughs) um but hey uh you know i i do think this is like better for stories and i i guess like casual viewers but but i think one of my biggest issues with this is that it's like great watch proper finals then or like if you are such a casual viewer Mm -hmm. you know sure you you've got like first finals which if the team that has zero losses wins it's over if you're not watching it a lot you're probably not watching it live like all you still only have to watch one series and like you can still yeah. follow all the storylines there's not a whole lot happening if anything there's more storylines because you get you know lower bracket runs you get bracket resets there's my, my there's main, more like, love it
0: <laughs> It, about it all is like it's all just so fucking arbitrary, man. Like people say, like, well, like if you if you lose, you're out. You should be out. That's like the rule. And it's like, well, it's not really the rule. Like fucking riot just made it like this past week. Like the MSI winner auto goes to Worlds, right? That's an arbitrary thing they've decided. Um, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but like it's just I don't like people just saying like, well, it's the way it is. It's like, well, it could be better. <laughs>
1: so that's yeah. alright. Whatever. But hey, that's. Cool all we have for the That's show thank you for the email casey again uh gritty sea loaded and lurry we will get to your guys's emails next week
0: awesome yeah that is the end of our show if you want to send us an email it's mail at leadcastpodcast.com. if you want to watch any of us on twitch um nick and Houlton will eventually stream at some point but they are twitch.tv slash king twitch.tv slash blue basket twitch.tv slash leadcast frost for myself i'll hopefully do community games sometime next week uh tune into our discord discord.gg slash leadcast that's where you'll find out when I'm uh, going to do community game or you'll just join our discussions in all of our channels Uh, if you're a patron you can go to our patron channel and suggest topics for us for the actual show Uh, if you want you can visit our website leadcastpodcast.com and if you want to support us you can support us on patreon.com slash leadcast that's our show thank you so much for listening Bye. bye